When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Hey guys! <laughs> Welcome back! Hola! Okay, so today is a super special and exciting day because we have our first guest ever. And honestly, probably like when we made our guest list, our wish list, this person was at the top. Yeah, Yeah, number one. (laughs) Yeah, number one. We're like, she has to come on. I can hear her squealing. I love it. I love it. I love it. So who's our guest, Lydia? So today we have the one, the only, the Hoya Queen herself, April from Unsolicited Twin Talks. Thank you so much. You guys are all so wonderful. You guys make me so happy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for spending your evening with us. Like, honestly, I feel like I'm in, I'm with a celebrity. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I tell people about you guys all the time. I'm like, do you guys listen to this podcast? Oh my god. Stop. But yeah, it's like such an honor, April, to have you here today. And so I mean, obviously everyone should already know about you, but (laughs) for the people who don't, April, like who are you? Tell us about unsolicited plant talks. Well, my name is April, and I run Unsolicited Plant Talks with such amazing team. With such, such an amazing team, um, we do focus primarily on Hoyas. So we do we do have a lot of um, like information that we would love to share with everybody. I would love to share with everybody. So thank you for having this platform, and I am so excited to talk about plants. Ooh, yeah, I think <laughs> should we talk about how we met? April? Because I don't think we had that on the... No, I don't think... Yeah, okay, I didn't I... want to talk about that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> have I'm so to. curious. <laughs> I'm so curious how you guys just decided you guys are going to show up here. <laughs> okay, so I've always, like, big-time fangirled over April. And just knowing, like, you were so close, I was like, guys, she is only five hours away. Five hours that's away? Like, you are right. so funny. <laughs> I remember when you guys first came here and I think you guys um, showed up the second time you guys visited me. I'm like, wow, like I really feel very 
Like, it feels very special. You guys are taking, you know, a whole day out of your, you know, your week, your month, and you guys are driving all the way over here. That's a long drive. <laughs> and I remember you saying, like, oh, it's, it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, in Lydia's case, it was a lot closer than in Adam's case because Lydia lives halfway to California or used to live halfway to California. She did. And Adam's, like, <laughs> way in the East Valley. So for me, it's kind of like in the middle of them. But literally, oh my God. when we were just thinking about seeing your greenhouses, seeing your plants, and then seeing you, it literally made the trip feel super short. And like, we were all just like so excited. It's like when kids are going to Disneyland, except yes. we're old people going to see Hoyas. <laughs> yes. And I remember, I remember. It doesn't help. It doesn't, yeah. no, it doesn't help that I don't shut up about plants. Oh my gosh, girl, I not talk even. To you guys about it and I felt so bad. No, it's our favorite. Yeah. It's our favorite. No, Lydia needs somebody that's as into plants as she is. So you guys can just chat while Jesse and I just sit there and be like, Ooh, cool. I could be there for like hours. But I remember I was just like, guys, we're going to California. Do you think, do you think April would let us come? And I was like, should I, should I send an email or should I not? And Jesse was like, yeah, do it, do it. And I was like, okay, I sent the email. Oh and, my god! I'm so glad you guys did. Yeah. And if you know Lydia, she's like the chillest person in the world. Yeah. Not. <laughs> she was like, Jesse, I texted April one minute ago and she hasn't answered. I texted April an oh hour ago, gosh. a day ago. And I was like, and I'm literally, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally the worst person for that. So I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. I know. Everybody who's waiting for my response <laughs> that's listening to this podcast understand that it's not just them. I promise. <laughs> No, I know. It just makes me laugh how the different personalities had. She Lydia had to learn patience. <laughs> What's patience? That's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so now, now a little bit of my input on this because I had just kind of recently been friends with Lydia and Jesse. Like we we've known each other for a long time, but we reconnected mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were like, Hey, we're going to go to California. You want to come with? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, we're stopping at unsolicited plant talks, which I, they kept saying April, but I knew unsolicited plant talks, but I didn't know you were <laughs> the person behind unsolicited plant talks. I was like, okay, cool. But I was really excited to go and we show up to your home and the greenhouses were, I mean, seriously guys, it's a dream. Yeah. It's literally oh, Disneyland for Hoya people. And you and your partner, Derek, yeah. are so incredibly kind and welcoming. Yes. And I remember you were like, Aww. you were like, okay, here's the greenhouse go in. And we were walking around and it was just us three in there because you were doing obviously your jobs that you have to do throughout your home. Are, and I looked at Lydia and I was like, she should not be doing this. Like, we're good people. We're not going to steal from her. But like, I was like, I want to tell her that she should not let people walk around her greenhouses by themselves. <laughs> he was like, she should let us, but not other people. And I was like, well. You know, I really, really have a lot of faith in the community. I think this is one of the best communities I've ever been in, in my whole life. And, you know, you have to always, I guess the foundation is always trust. And unless 
the trust has been broken, mm-hmm. then it's then broken. You know what I mean? I don't want to treat everybody like they're bad people. We always yeah. wanted to start with, with a good plate. And, you know, it was amazing. I don't want to keep following you guys around. It's like, what are you looking at? What are, why are you looking at? <laughs> I love that, April. Oh, yeah. And it just like goes even more to say just about like the plant community and like how like great the plant community is. And you just like totally, totally encapsulate that, April. And we love you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. You guys are always so sweet to me. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have to put a little. Uh, warning on this episode: a lot of emotions and machinists. Yeah, cheesy, <laughs> cheesy episode. <laughs> a lot of fawning. <laughs> oh, but back to you, April. Like we really want to know, and I know I feel like I've you know like followed your journey from like the start when you still like had like a lot of aeroids, and then you know all of a sudden like we all got into Hoya and stuff. But like, what's your story? Like, when did you get into plants, and how did that Hoya love start? Oh my gosh. So, um, where do I start? So I was, I was a nurse by trade and I was a full-time nurse and I was working, mm-hmm. I was a nurse for seven years, working 16 hour shifts, five days a week. And it was, it was such a weird, um, I know it's like a weird kind of hours. It's not like an eight hour shift, five days a week. Uh, but that's what I did. And it really, really took a toll on me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, even though, you know, I'm caring for these patients and I'm caring for these other human beings. Um, I feel like I don't have really, uh, to give you like a, a, a like an example. I mean, I, I am kind of the 911 of the company that I was working for. So I worked night shift and I traveled to their homes to everywhere. I travel like 300 you know, 300 miles a night. Wow. And wow. I would see, yeah, I would see patients that I, there are patients that I would take care of and I've only seen them that time and I've, I will never see them again. And I feel like when I am taking care of these patients, I feel like I'm not seeing um, results of what I did. Like I, I hope that I can just get that, the grat, not gratification, but, but that feeling of like, hey, you know what I did eventually cost to this and now they're living a better life or whatever it may be. And I think I was looking for something like that. I was looking for something that will give me a physical reaction that, hey, good job. You're doing a good, you know, you're you're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah, that appreciation, that pat on the back. Good job. And I know it sounds, exactly, it sounds like, it, it sounds like, I, I'm not really trying to look for somebody to say, like, oh, thank you so much, you know, for what you've done. Not necessarily that, but, you know, sometimes we got to remind ourselves as well that, hey, you know what, what we're doing is good. What we're doing is, is good enough. Um, and I think during that time, I was in this kind of, you know, very, very low mentally. And I was mm. just looking for something to, to grab a hold on to, to keep me going. And I got into plants, and which is funny. Well, funny was my mom, my, my family, they're all into gardening and plants. And I think as, as when I was young, um, I never got into it because I felt it felt like a chore when my mom would ask me to water her plants or to take care of her plants. It's she wasn't really teaching me what they are, but just giving me tasks. So I never really got into them. <laughs> so, you know, I'm watering her vegetables, but all right, mom. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, I, during, I think, 2017, I said, I, I honestly have no idea. I felt like whenever people ask me, hey, how'd you get into plants? Yeah. I literally feel like I, 
I just woke up one day and I said, I'm going to Home Depot. I'm going to buy me plants. Yes. And Anna, <laughs> and Anna is such an enabler. She's like, let's go. Let's go. And she'd drive around and look for plants <laughs> with like window shopping. It was, it was horrible. And uh, yeah. And from there, I was like, okay, what? There's got to be more to this. And then I got into aeroids. I found NSE tropicals. I found seeds leaves. Mm. And I started just collecting all these plants without any information about them Same. and you know like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think we were all there and you know and yeah ever since then I'm like wow I, I really like plants like these these are such a refresher for me I wake up every morning I see them I eat next mm. to them <laughs> and I, <laughs> I talk to them you know <laughs> and it was it was really really good I don't know how to explain the feeling I mean it was it was really, really cool to see, mm. like the plants that I that I've been taking care of grow. Yeah, there's. See, so, yeah, that's mean, how I got into plants. <laughs> like I didn't know that, and I feel I feel like a kinship with you now because I well yeah. I feel like all of us that's how, like, I, I and maybe that was the majority of the plant community too. But like I think a bad mental state led us to plants, but like and now it led us to each other, which I think is just a beautiful thing. Oh yeah, I I think so. Yeah. <laughs> And you know the the fact that you you mentioned that too, and 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 um, I know taking care of plants could be stressful, right? Mm. If you, your heart is not in the right place, if your mind is not on the right place, but um, at least I can I can speak with for for me, uh, it really reflects like how you're feeling, your mood. I've gone, I've had experiences where my plants are not doing well, and it's almost like a a tap on my shoulder and say, mm. hey. You know what's going on? I got to pick your, yourself back up because the plants are reflecting how I'm feeling, and I know I don't want to get to that place, to that dark place, and I start taking care of my plants again. And honestly, it's it's like a a real time meter of how well I'm doing mentally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really when when I was taking therapy, we called them like goal posts or signposts, and it's like, what's the signpost oh. for me doing like when I'm headed downhill or when I'm headed uphill, and like. Now that you say it, it's it's super clear. Like my plants doing badly would be a signpost for me. Like I need to take care of me. I need to stop for a minute and see how I'm doing. So yeah, like, I think you can call yourself like a therapist on the side. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just verbalized that really so expensive. well. So you started with aeroids. I feel like we, like we all did. I mean, it yeah. was like that moment in life where we were like every plant we saw, we had to get. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so you've moved, you moved to kind of focus on Hoya, even though you still have gorgeous, I mean, mm-hmm. gorgeous aeroids in that greenhouse. And you, Thank you slapped some on yourself and did a cute little reel the other day. Oh, yeah, she I did. love that reel. <laughs> Lydia and Lydia and I watched it like three times, and we were just like, I could see Rachel setting this up. (laughs) I was like, I got to do this, and I had just I have leaves that I had just chopped because I'm preparing to air layer the plants, and I'm like, this is the best time for this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um. So. So what happened? Yeah. What happened was. Um, what happened was, so I was, you know, buying all these aeroids and aeroids can be very expensive. I mean, all plants could be very expensive if mm-hmm. you have no self-control, right? right. <laughs> so I was buying these aeroids and, and, and things and I, I realized, I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I'm spending so much money. And so 
I, um, I found a seller. I don't know where, I don't know how I found a seller selling this really beautiful red plant leaves are red and it was like cute little leaves. And that was sunrise. And that was my first Hoya. And I, I said, and I received it and it was, and, and, you know, the thing about Hoyas, and I know a lot of most people know about this, is that it grows. It's very rewarding. It's very quick mm-hmm. because you can grow easily. It's so forgiving. I mean, they are, they're, they're drought tolerant, at least most of them, not all of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, wow, this is, this is me being a nurse and working so much, you know, um, this is the perfect like this is the perfect plant for me to take care of. Yeah. And since then I was like, okay, well, where are the other Hoyas? Out there? <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of got out of control. Oh, yeah. Yep. Same. <laughs> Hard same. I was like, wow, this is so amazing. There's got to be something better. I got to get it. <laughs> that's so, that's so funny because like, so I, when I moved to Arizona, I moved here and I think I did a YouTube video of moving here. Yeah, I did. I had so many like aeroids and, and just very foliage plants. And then like, I would say two months after living in the desert, I was like, they all died. And I just, the Hoyas were sticking around. And that's when I was like, you know what? (laughs) This is the plant genus Mm. for me is Hoya. And then it just. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I tell people too. Like, I mean, I know you have beautiful greenhouses, but I I have everything. I grow everything in ambient. And when people always ask like, what are your conditions? I was like, if it can't hang without me having to do all this special stuff, then it's not part of my collection. Like, so everything I have, you know, tolerates my uh, abuse. abuse. I mean, yeah. environment. <laughs> oh, I mean, environment. And environment, yeah. Oh, but I, yeah, go yeah. ahead. And this is actually another thing that, you know, a lot of I, I, me as a new collector back then, um, mm. I just wanted to collect everything, you know, bye, bye, bye. This is beautiful. Wow. And I never even thought of care. And so I went through a phase where, you know, plants were giving me so much life and happiness every day mm. to, oh my gosh, it's watering day. <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> been there. and I'm like, stress, you know, uh. <laughs> and, and I think that's one of the things that we, we should point out to new collectors is that, you know, you, you don't want to get out of control where instead yeah. of it giving you happiness, it's you're giving yourself more tasks, more things to take care of. Yeah. I feel like we've all had those moments. And I also, I kind of felt that way. I felt like I, I was like a grandpa for a while there when you had all these, especially when the pandemic hit and all these people were like finding their joy and love for Hoya, which yeah. I was so happy about. But then I would see them posting pictures in their like Ikea cabinets of like 50 two leaf cuttings. <laughs> and I'm like, those are going to grow. And you will no longer have room anywhere in your house. Like, I, it's cute that you have them all, but I'm like, uh, let's let's be smart about it. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't say that I to know. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, and that's the thing, right? You don't really want to tell people how to live their lives, but yeah, we've. I think we've all been through that phase, and I'm sure you guys have to, or I don't know, maybe I just have <laughs> gone to this phase. But when they start, when you get, you know, everybody's all oh, give it your per- the perfect condition, make it grow fast. And now they started growing fast because now you're doing everything properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's either you sell, nobody's buying, or you have to really chop it down and either give away trade or it goes to the trash. And that is the hardest, hardest, hardest feeling in the world, <laughs> yeah. at least yeah. for me. 
but you know you have to do it because you're sacrificing the quality of your plants. The, the more overcrowding you have in your tent, in your space, and the more possibility of fungus and, and pests and all that stuff. Yeah. But you know, it needs to be done. It's yeah. just, it's hard to do. Yeah. Every yeah. time that I have to throw something away, if there's like a, if it's just overrun <laughs> by pests or something, I always do it when I need to take the trash out. So I don't have to open up the garbage can and see it sitting in there and just like, help me. So Aww. I just wait until I'm like, okay, the garbage needs to go out. I'll throw a few things away and then Aww. never think about it again. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Yeah. And I, I still have that. I remember Anna. So I have this one plant and I think it was a, a queen anthurium. <laughs> it was just a chunk and it just won't grow for me. And it's because it's got mealybugs. And I have this in one it's mm. like area of the greenhouse and I'm treating it and isolating it and all that stuff. But I just can't get the right treatment for it at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember her saying, girl, what are you doing with this? And I said, well, you know, it's a beautiful plant. You keep it. Keep it there. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it. And she said, she told me, she said, I'm going to throw it away because it's infesting my other plants. Oh. <laughs> it's like my, my greenhouse manager. And she said, and, and, and it really opened up my eyes. I'm like, I'm trying to save this plant, this plant. And in return, you know, like I'm, I'm infecting the other plants without even thinking about it because I can't get myself to throw it away. Yeah. yeah. There's some April wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to like pick your battles, right? Like, Let it go. Exactly. <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. But April, like how did unsolicited plant talks come to be then? So this is actually, I love this story. I tell everybody, yeah. to everybody all the time because I don't <laughs> shut up about plants. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love plants and I love, I love plants, you know, in general, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody else around my circle of friends, except Anna at the time, was into plants. So I really don't have anybody to ask or talk about plants and get like really excited about. And this was back when I was so busy and and Anna was so busy too. So she's not really, uh, we weren't really like seeing each other uh, as much. So we weren't able to talk about plants and see plants all the time. And I would go to my husband so my husband and my brother there we have a, a game room like where all the computers are so we call it the office the game room and they'd be <laughs> playing video games and i would be stomping in there and i said look you know i look at my new leaf or new, look at my new flower. i have nobody to talk to about it and i have to just share it i have to share my joy like this is so exciting are you kidding me i'm gonna make i'll make you guys i'll make you guys listen to me so i would always like show them i was like look, look at my new leaf have you seen it and I mean, to them, obviously, to people who are not into plants, they're like, it looks just like that yesterday. (laughs) I don't know why you're so excited about it. And jokingly, you know, jokingly, uh, they would roll their eyes and they'd be like, oh, here comes unsolicited plant talks again. (laughs) And I remember telling them, that's a joke. I told them, I'm going to make you guys eat your words. And it was just a joke. I mean, I had no plants. This was way, I mean four or five years ago and I had no plan starting a business at all whatsoever that wasn't in my mind I'm going to be a nurse for the rest of my life and that's it (laughs) and so okay fast forward to 2019 you know there's a actually 2018 um I'm the sole caregiver for my parents because I'm an only child and 20 I think 2017 
my mom, 2018, 2018, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. She also had a stroke at mm. that time. So I was, so she was immunocompromised and I, and we had just built, uh, we had just moved to this property here in Yukaifa. Mm-hmm. So I can take, a, uh, a, take care of her a lot better because of my, my, my schedule, my schedule is just really, really bad. Mm. And I remember that when, when COVID-19 broke out, I was going to people's homes. I was going to hospitals. I was going everywhere. And this was back when we didn't have really solution or even answer what COVID-19 was. And all I know was it was really scary. And if you get infected, you know, like young children or, or elders who are immunocompromised or has something else going on with them, uh, it's really going to take a toll on them if they catch the bug. So I remember my mom was immunocompromised and I said, oh my gosh, she's over 65. If I bring this bug home, um, there's a possibility that I'm going to lose her. Mm. So I sat down with my husband and I said, hey, uh, before then I was already selling plants here and there because he told me I'm spending too much money on plants that I need to slow down. <laughs> How and dare I wasn't about he? to slow wow. down. How dare he? Okay. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. <laughs> I wasn't about to slow down, so I started selling plants so I can fund my addiction. Uh, so at the time, you know, we already kind of know how to pack, you know, and how to deal with, with selling plants online, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So we kind of just sat down and said, okay, what are we going to do? Sat down, talked about finances, uh, and and where are we going to be at, you know? what What's going to be the plan if I stop? Uh, uh, working as a nurse because that's the main money make money maker at the time, and so we were like, okay, oh my gosh, he's so supportive. He, we literally tapped out our bank accounts. What were we thinking? We had plans, wow. but what were we thinking? Right? Oh we goodness. tapped out our bank accounts. I applied like for credit cards left and right, and I bought my first uh, greenhouse here in this property and I bought it through NASA because they funded it or not. Oh. They didn't really fund it, but they loaned me the money. Mm. So I was like, okay, that's very cool. So that's when I said, okay, well, if we're going to do it um, full time, I have to apply for licensing and all that stuff and actually make this a, an actual business because back then I was just selling as a hobbyist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we did that and we, you know, I don't even know how it happened. It's, it just, I said, you know, there's no other options. I got to make it work because everything, we put everything into this. There's no other option. I got to make it work, whatever that means, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did, I did the selling left and right. I did everything. And I don't know, maybe it's also just the best timing during <laughs> the, the time because of the pandemic and it just took off and we received such welcoming um, you know, like feeling from other people, from, from the people in the community. And Aww. yeah, now we're here. We're called Unsolicited Plant Talks. I still don't <laughs> shut up about plants. I wish I had more time to talk about plants online, but uh, yeah, we're here. Yeah, I mean, you've built yes. this very successful, very known business. And it was just so, like, I, I guess I personally didn't realize it was only at the pandemic where it started. Yeah. And for me, the nice it really thing. Did. I, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to agree. It, it, I was selling plants here and there, but it, it's the pandemic that really kind of gave me that push. Like, hey, you go big or go home. Yeah. And I am a go-getter. <laughs> I want something, yes. I get it. And that's why I have so many plants. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you go hard or you don't go. 
<laughs> Wait, that's not it. <laughs> anyway, on this on this podcast, we know plants. We don't know much else. <laughs> Especially colloquialisms. Like, don't broke it. Yeah. Anyway, I was gonna say for for me, it, it's just great that you're on the West Coast because as planty people in the desert, you're always like like thinking about Florida and maybe even Texas, where you know the the environment is like great for like growing Hoya outside and you're just like, oh, I wish I could go to those places, but they're not as close as you are in California. So for us, like I said earlier, you're like our theme park. You're like our little Hoya theme park because it, it really doesn't feel like a whole lot when you're driving just five hours to see your greenhouses and shop and then chit chat with you about plants. And then one time what we got into oh. talking about crime podcasts yeah. and and even talking to Derek about what life is like just watching you you know do this business it's all great oh my gosh good podcast recommendations by the way thank you yeah <laughs> yep yep <laughs> so, good recommendations. and I know that you know Hoyas are your thing and you have some arrows in your greenhouse and I saw recently you're also selling some Ethereums. Um, but what is it and I know like you've said in the past um, you know your greenhouses like that's your collection you know and so like what yeah. does it look like for you right now like you know is it mostly Hoyas still are you trying to collect some you know arrows like what does it look like for you your collection oh my <laughs> gosh I cleared up a whole long table because my aeroids are expanding. I think I'm, oh I'm like gosh. reverting back to aeroids, not because I don't love Hoyas anymore, but because yeah. my team is so wonderful and so great that they're, mm. every, I, I mean, besides really like selling, I don't, they don't leave anything for me to do in the greenhouses. They take care of everything. And it's so amazing when you have, mm. you know, people behind you that are yeah. just doing everything they can to, to support like this, this, passion i mean everybody else everybody else is excited about uh plants here um but so now i am left with hey what what kind of new projects do i want to work on now <laughs> so i have some projects that i'm working on um i'm gonna be post because i'm still doing a lot of uh, observations and kind of like testing and what works with this kind of new way of growing hoyas mm -hmm. for me and i'm also propagating a lot of aeroids because i am testing like a, a new moss ball or i'm trying i'm always trying to look for for something because uh, these plants are, are tropical and they they require a certain type of humidity you know yeah. certain uh, temperature so i'm trying to find a way where i can sell these plants to uh you know, to a, a, a buyer who can just open the box and put it in the house and not even have to worry about it. I, that that's, has always been my goal. Wow. Why? Because I'm lazy. Because I would love <laughs> to buy something, but I don't have to do anything but put on myself. I was yeah. about to say, sign me so, up, number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not posting much about it yet because I don't know if it's going to work well. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I have working on some experiments yeah. and aeroids are the victims right now <laughs> love it and I think like yeah. somehow it like comes back right because you know I when it was like a couple years ago I sold all my aeroids 
and I had just Hoya. And she gave the ones that didn't sell away to me. Yeah, I just gave them away. (laughs) But then literally, tell me why, the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of wanting Ethereum. So I got a couple. And I'm like, wait, who is this? Where did you come from? What's going on? Lydia, you can't say that on a Hoya podcast. We're going to get canceled. Oh, man. No. We're just kidding. Haha, <laughs> 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 April Fool's. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so it's fun. I mean, they're all plants, right? I really sometimes yeah. when I work with Arizona, I really feel very uh, guilty. I'm like, I should <laughs> we, be working on Hoyas. We need Hoyas to ins- right now. We need to insert the meme. You can't do with us. <laughs> <laughs> It's me and Adam looking at you two. <laughs> Just kidding. I've always had aeroids and Hoyas. Yeah, yeah. I, everything has been slowly always dying in my house. So, <laughs> but I need. Hey, a- but the Hoyas are the last one to die. Yes, yeah. they are. <laughs> little, little troopers. I'm gonna need some reassurance from you, April, that you're not getting giving up on Hoya. Right? Right? Hoya oh, will always a- be there. Not- not at all. Are you kidding me? It's so easy to care for. <laughs> they're so forgiving. And honestly, they're so, so amazing. Yeah. I, fi- I find that like, I do love aeroids too. Like I, as I'm staring at this big Thai constellation in front of me, but like, I don't like propagating aeroids because usually when you cut an aeroid, then it kind of just kind of gets a little wonky. I don't know. But Hoya, yeah. just so, like you can chop them anywhere and they'll just be like, all right, well, we're going to start a new plant and it's going to, it's going to look perfect. <laughs> Yeah, he sent us a text this week, like, you guys need to come and take my aer- my aeroids. And I was like, I got that Thai constellation in my backseat right now. <laughs> I don't think serious? that's what he meant. No. <laughs> it, it doesn't fit through the door. I'm literally, like, looking at the, the sizing, and I'm like, wait, I can't get that out the door. <laughs> Sideways. Nope. Hey, there's the world, there's the way. True. I'm going through the garage. but hey we'll leave it at this we will always i mean hoya will always be number one in our hearts you know Uh like they're always gonna be yeah you know Um, absolutely they were there for me thick and thin (laughs) okay so um this isn't on our outline because we still have our outline but i just have to ask you what was your and if you could remember even though this could be in the lightning questions but I kind of want to hear the story when you first figured out about plant pests because like I was in my phase of getting all the plants and then I was like what's spider mites because oh, I thought oh, I had them what, was that your first was, was that your first pet yeah pet? On, a, on a fiddle leaf <laughs> thing you know because the fiddle leaf is the plant that everyone gets at the beginning yeah. oh yeah <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah. and oh my god I was like why are these spider webs all over this plant Ooh. like what is all this and then that's when I was like wait plants can get bugs <laughs> <laughs> okay so I had calabias I had calabias <laughs> when I was first uh, collecting plants and I had no idea what you know aeroids are or whatever and I remember seeing them and I was like, there's so many webs, but the webs are so small. So I went through, you know, like Google and Google, and it was, and it was mites. And a lot of people, this was back when, you know, you, there's really not a lot of information out there as a house collector yeah. or house plant collector. I mean. 
And so I'm Googling and they're like, this is really hard to take care of. Da, 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 da. And I called Anna real quick. I'm like, hey, do you want to come over and wash all of my plants? And, see? So she did, and we took out all the plants and washed them all out. And, you know, and it was it was good because I think we washed them every three days and it was good. And you know what? Caladia's back at it again. They had pests again. And so, <sighs> yep, that's that's how I re- that's when I know Caladia's are not for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, same girls, yeah. same. Jesse and I were yeah. on the hunt to collect all of them at one point. And that's like when we first got into, you know, plants, but they're so pretty, right? And you're like, they're, they're so, so pretty. pretty. That's why. Yeah, they could never do me wrong. They're so beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It was definitely my first house. Uh, spider mites. Yeah, spider mites. Oof. You know, but now I feel like we all freaked out at our first time. Also, I love that you have Anna. Like, I love that you yeah. have this person that's like, you want to come wash my plants? And she's like, yeah, be right there. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. I got you. Um, but Oh, spi- my gosh. I so- oh, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. She sh- I'm sorry. I'm always getting you off. I'm sorry. No, no. I think there's a little um, but- delay, so it's not your fault. It's yeah, the delay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was really nice to find, you know, to have someone who who's also into the same passion that you have because I don't know about you guys, but Anna and I sometimes would look at each other and look at a plant and she exactly, she knows exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> and she was like, she'd be like, okay, girl, say no more. I'll stop. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's so, so amazing. Yeah. Lydia and I have definitely shared so many hobbies for that same reason that we enjoy the hobby, but also we use it as a way to kind of connect with each other. And now that yeah. we found Adam, he can't get away from us because we're like, you're the king of growing Hoyas. No. We need you. Locked in for life. Yeah, yeah we, we've mentioned it before, but we've also planned his kidnapping if he ever tries to get away. <laughs> Just kidding. FBI, if you're listening, it's a joke. <laughs> Oh, but I know, man, guys, we can talk about plants forever, which five ever. Yeah, which we're going to talk a little bit more about plants, but we want to get to know you even a little bit more, April. So tell us, I know, you know, you were doing nursing before plants. Is that something that, you know, like you always dreamed of doing or was there something when you were like a little kid and you're like, okay, when I grow up, this is what I want to (laughs) do. Okay, this is going to sound very stereotypical. Okay? I'm Filipino. Yeah. I love karaoke. Okay? Yes. Oh, I need to see you live karaoke. She sang before. You've sang before, Yo. right? I love karaoke. Oh my gosh, they're, it's my life. But, <laughs> and I always say, I, growing up, I always say, I'm like, you know, when you see a, another Filipino, right? When you meet another Filipino, you don't ask them what they do for a living. You ask what hospital they work for. <laughs> because, I'm like, because that's what we do. We sing and we take care of people. And wow. I, unfortunately, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't see myself as a nurse. I mm. wanted to be an engineer. Oh, but I, a very, <laughs> a very, I guess a very stereotypical family. It, yeah. They wanted me to be a nurse. All my cousins, my, my family members are all in the medical field. And growing up, I was always told that, you know, having a job in the medical field will set you for life mm-hmm. because there will always be a job for you. And so 
even in high school, I mean, now come to think of it, I never really had a choice. All of my friends were like, I don't know if you guys had this. Uh, I moved here uh, sophomore of high school. Mm -hmm. So they, like other of my other peers, my other friends, they have, um, they go to these places, like, I don't know, are they class? I don't know what they're called, to figure out what they want to do after high school. Like, what do they want to major in and all that stuff? I never went Mm. because in my head, I'm going to be a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) So I became a nurse and it's not that I hated it. I just thought that was my only path in life. Mm. So when I was in high school, um, I actually obtained my medical license uh, when I was in high school because they offered it as a seventh period, like after school. So I went there because why not, you know? (laughs) I thought I was being ahead in life. (laughs) (laughs) And I became a nurse. And like I said, it's not that I didn't want to be a nurse. It's just I never... It wasn't a passion. It's not something that, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to be a nurse. Mm. But when I actually started working, that's when I realized I love it. I really, really do. If if money is not part of the equation, honestly, I would volunteer and take care of geriatrics. Aww. That's my number one thing. I love I love taking care of, of older people. I know we're always so excited about, or not we, but like most people are always so excited about the beginning of life. Mm-hmm. But we kind of forget that the, the end of life is just as important. So I really, really love taking care of old people. Mm-hmm. That's so um, and, I, and I would bring them plants. I would bring them plants <laughs> and I hope they didn't hate me. I, oh. I, I sometimes I feel like the family are probably looking at me like, oh my gosh, like another thing to take care of. Oh. I think I'm proud. They're probably like, what because the hell are all these flies like, coming into my nose? Like, why do why do I have bugs in my house now? <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! But literally, I think it's because, and obviously, I would ask for permission from them. Mm. But because I, it was literally the plants were making me so happy yeah. deep inside my heart. And I know that they're going through a tough time. And I don't know, I, I guess like at the time, I just thought like, hey, you know, if this is making me happy, it's got to do something for them as well. So mm-hmm. I did that. I kind of was intrusive to these patients, I guess. No, <laughs> oh, that's no, so no, no. I have a lot of um, friends who are like older people too, like 70s and 80s. And the number of times that just like, just thinking about them or just bringing them something makes their day. I'm just like, I love my old people friends, but it's always like yeah. with the knowledge that like they're going to die before I am probably. So it's hard to like balance that. But I always, I also always give my old people friends plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, the best, the best thing about, I know this, this podcast is about plants, but I just wanted to share this is we always say, I don't know if you guys have heard of the saying, uh, you know, learn from your own mistakes, right? Mm. And the best way to learn is from your own experiences. However, in our lifetime, we would, we, none of us can, can experience everything that we want to experience in life. So uh, taking care of all of these um, older people, they're sharing their wisdom with me, you know, Mm. their life experiences. And with that, I feel like I grew as a person, even without experiencing what they've been through, because they took the time out of their life to share it with me. And I feel like it's my responsibility to now apply that in life. Mm. And I thought it was such a cool experience. More April wisdom there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Find yourself an old person friend. You know, (laughs) exactly. Like when you, you, when you were telling the story about how you just didn't think there was any other thing and not that you didn't think that there was nothing else out there for you, but that you were just set on being a nurse. 
I feel like we all have that because we have such a, a small worldview, especially at that point in our lives. And, you know, like you have this whole theory of like a midlife crisis. And I really think yeah. that that's not really midlife crisis. And uh, my partner's sister was just talking about us, talking to me and him about this. But uh, she was like, I don't think it's a midlife crisis. Like, I think people are realizing this is what brings me joy in my life. And this is what I'm going to pursue. Mm-hmm. So like, I, yeah, I'm going to step away from nursing, which is what I thought I'd do for a career my whole life. Because you found yeah. some, you found your joy somewhere else. And so like, I don't, I think we need to stop saying negative things. And even though I don't think you're old enough for a midlife crisis <laughs> as they think they are, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but you know, me, yeah. when I was, that's when I found plants at like 34, 35. And I was just like, you know, this is what I really love doing, even though it's not my full-time job. Like yeah. hopefully one day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think the meaning of life in my personal opinion, comes down to being, it is just happiness, being happy. Mm. So I know we have so many, so many like reasons what, what or like, uh, I guess like answers what the meaning of life is. But at the end of the day, the meaning is just to be happy. So we only have one life. I know it sounds so mm. cliche, you know, but we only it's have so one true. life. If I don't take, if I don't enjoy plants now, who knows where I'm going to be in 10 years? Who yeah. knows if, are we even going to have plants available to us or, you know, and, and things like that. I know it sounds very, no, <laughs> I know girl. it sounds very, uh... yeah, man, words of wisdom from April. All right. We're done here, guys. Like <laughs> April did her job for us. Yeah. She's really putting in that wisdom into us. Yeah. But no, it's so true. Like you only live once. You're not going to get to do this life again. And like, why would we do something that doesn't bring us joy? Like, why are you living every single day? Like, we're not even guaranteed the next day, right? So it's like, why would we even live today not being joyful in what we do? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we found plants and plants bring us joy. And so like all of us have decided like, all right, we're going to choose joy today. Mm. But that's also Mm -hmm. a good time to ask, April, do you have any other unexpected hobbies? Oh, I'm I'm a, a person of hobbies. I mean everything. <laughs> I love Go anything same. and everything that that <laughs> anything and everything that requires me to be tactile. I painted, you know, I yes. did miniature painting. I'm talking about um, the, you know, for board games, those miniatures, D and did all oh that. Oh my god! Knitted. Growing up, you know, I, I went to, uh, obviously, I went to school in the Philippines growing up in elementary, mm-hmm. and we have home economics. And oh, wow. uh, I we, I don't know how I got to this competition, but I was in this sewing competition, and I was Ooh. traveling in, 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 like, different parts of the Philippines, going on sewing competition. Like, what the heck <laughs> was that about? Like, <laughs> did, did, you feel, did you feel like the yeah. biggest badass? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I'm the number one sewer. Like, <laughs> yeah, nine years old, I can make you shorts. That's right. <laughs> I crocheted that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, I'm always, I'm always like doing something with my hands. I'm like, I make, I make clays. I work with clay and all that stuff. So, yeah, I have so many hobbies. Okay, but I love the way you just like whispered in through D&D in there. 
<laughs> because to me, that's at the top of the nerd list. And if listeners out there are into it, I love that for you. But you now have the oh number one goodness. spot nerd in my, in my and mind. And like, miniature <laughs> figures, you know, you know, like, D&D. Yeah, so uh, crochet and... <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame in D&D. Yes, I love Let me tell you, let me tell you guys, my first failed business, okay, (laughs) is we we created a board game. Oh my goodness. Kickstarter and everything we get, we went to like board game convention in Indianapolis, Gen Con. I love board games. We own over a thousand board games. Oh my goodness. Okay, next time. Next time, let's play a board game together. (laughs) Guys, I think April's on a different level than us. True. (laughs) Okay, but Jesse and I are so competitive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We have to come out with a disclaimer. Tell tell me, tell tell me about competitiveness because I am very competitive. (laughs) Uh, I mean, our board games, is, is we collected board games before Houseplants because we're crazy. Uh, I'm crazy. I collected board games. What am I doing? <laughs> and our board games range from, um, and it's also because we have a circle of friends who also enjoy board games. And it ranges from, you know, like your basic, I don't know, like sorry, to you have to to plan a day for this specific board game. This could take two hours to set up and take six hours to play. Oh, and you've got to commit. Dang. That's, that's like bring your sleeping bag because we're playing the complicated one. To all, hey, to all the listeners out there, if you guys are into board games, photosynthesis is one of the best ones. It's all about plants. Oh my gosh. I didn't know this. Me neither. Oh my, you guys are going to love it. Oh my gosh, we got to play. Anyway, Ooh. let's talk Kaya. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's where. Yeah. Hola, friends. So we launched our Patreon, aka Peduncle Pals. It's been a joy connecting more with all of you, chatting in our Facebook group, and sharing more behind the scenes through our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We're blown away by your support, and we're so grateful for every one of you that is joining us on this club. You can subscribe through our Patreon link through our Instagram bio, episode descriptions, or show notes. See you there. Looking to elevate your gardening game this season? Well, look no further than Coast of Maine, your go-to source for premium organic soils for over 28 years. Organic approved and sourced from oceans and farms, their full range of garden and lawn products are designed to restore roots to the natural world. So picture this. You're struggling with lackluster soil, just like I did last year, and your garden plans just aren't thriving. And that was until we discovered Coast of Maine. Their products infused my soil with the healthy microbes and nutrients it was craving, resulting in vibrant outdoor plants that practically thanked me for the upgrade. Omri listed and crafted from natural ingredients like lobster shells and fish bones. Their products not only nourish your plants, but also your peace of mind. Are you ready to take your garden to the next level? Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. That's why their products are carried by local retail partners who provide advice and insight, not just found in big box stores. And Coast of Maine knows from beginning to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. Their products make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. Let's get growing together. Visit coastofmaine.com today. That's coastofmaine with an E.com. Okay, but last question about you. So, um, you know that 
we're all huge, huge animal and dog lovers. And you have a bunch of fur babies, April. So tell us about your little fur babies. <laughs> okay, I love her so much. <laughs> okay, so we, we currently have seven. Wow. Because we have, we, <laughs> we currently have seven. We is originally, okay, when I met my husband, he has one and um, I grew up in a household. We've always had dogs. I felt like they're always, mm. they're always going to be part of my life. But obviously I moved out. My parents, especially my dad was like, you're not taking these dogs. These dogs are mine. <laughs> so I, I wasn't able to take any of my them. My dad would be like, take all your dogs with you, please. <laughs> really? And your like oh sister. Oh my God. We have... <laughs> We literally, my, my dad is such an animal lover. Mm. We have goats. You guys know that we have yeah. goats here. And um, he literally goes in the goat pen and eats with them and kisses them. And I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> Can I have some love? <laughs> yeah, so so he was like, okay, not taking these dogs. So when we first started dating, um, we we got a dog, I think like two years in the, the relationship. Ooh, we got a dog together. <laughs> What were we thinking? Uh, so we got a dog together because his dog was old. He was uh, 17 years old at, oh a, at the gosh. time. So we got a puppy and it brought some life back to him and they're playing and this and that. And then he, the time finally came and he passed. So now our puppy is by herself. So we got another companion for her. And let me tell you, okay, Garrett... <laughs> Was like, oh, we have the property, you know. I want her to experience mommyhood. Oh. I'm like, okay, crazy, fine. So we we talked to our vet and said, hey, you know, our male dog is 60 pounds and she's 25 pounds. Can this happen? And the the vet was like, oh yeah, that's fine. We just have to make sure that we watch the pregnancy. Da 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 da. She's probably only gonna have three to four pups oh because she's so tiny. <laughs> She had seven. <laughs> oh my god! She had seven. Turtle she wasn't hurdle. shy. <laughs> so we got seven and mom and dad. So that total, we have nine total, right? So cute, cute. Okay, we have the puppies. We're having fun with that, and we're like, okay, this is too many dogs. There's too many puppies. Like we can't keep them all. And my husband was like, well, but I named this one. No, so and so already, and I, I just can't choose. Like, I just can't sell them. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" So he was like, "Well, we have the property for it. You know, we can care for them." Da, da da da. So I finally got him to let go of some of them. So he gave two of them to his best friend, and I said, "Okay, we got to get rid of more." And he just couldn't. And after we gave away the two, Aww. he literally cried all night. Aww. He cried all night. <laughs> Mr. UPT's got the feels. <laughs> he cried all night. So oh. we kept the rest and now we got seven. He waited until it was too late. He's like, well, now they grew up and they know each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. So, yeah. I love it. Well, I have seven dogs too. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think yeah, you're crazy. That's dogs. normal. That's a normal yeah, that, number. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't have seven dogs, what are you doing? Yeah, like two dogs. <laughs> I know okay. what you're probably doing. You're probably going on vacations and traveling. Yeah. What you're doing. <laughs> I don't have seven dogs, but I have seven That's pets. True. So, oh, so if you're talking cool about too. pets, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, because yeah. anyway, because you have the goats out there. You had chickens. Oh, Your mom yeah. was taking care of the chickens when we were there last. It's just napping in the chicken pen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and they dad just expanded <laughs> the chicken pen. Oh girl, he doubled up the size <laughs> because he said, "Well, they don't have anywhere to run." I'm like, "Oh my god, dad." <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Oh. UPT farm. Yeah. yeah. yeah every, when you have an open house, literally all the kids are like, can I pet your, your, your goats? I'm like, yeah, sure. They love humans because they, they, their mom died when they, when she was giving birth to them. Mm. So they've Aww. always been hand fed by mm. my parents. So when they, when we go inside their pen, they, all they wanted to do is be as close to us as possible but they're 200 pounds each (laughs) (laughs) they're so big (laughs) and they're so invasive they just want to kiss you and be all over your face so cute (laughs) oh i love it i love it what breed are your dogs again i forget are they um so the dad is japanese akita and then the mom is shiba inu they're just the sweetest and cutest dogs. They yeah, are. They're just so fuzzy. So cute. The UP2 mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Mascots. <know>. Thank you. <laughs> um, if any of them ever goes missing, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> I'm just saying that preemptively. April's like, when, when were you coming over? I think, I don't think you can come yeah, anymore. Like, oh, <laughs> something just popped up in the calendar. We're busy. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Well, thanks for sharing that, April. But um, back to some plants. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think. And I know when we were like sharing with you, like, okay, April, these are the questions we're going to ask. And one of the ones we were like, oh, yeah, these are easy. But this one, I got to really think about it. And it was the one where um, we were going to ask you, what is the longest it took you to acquire a wish list Hoya? Oh my gosh, I still don't know how to answer this because I don't know if I really had any that I'm like, oh, I really, really want that mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting for the right time. I think my answer would for this would be, it's not necessarily the, lang- the, the, the longest to acquire, but the longest to flower. And uh, I would say it's Lauterbachii. Oh. You know, everybody can have a lot of bakiai, but it's such, supposedly it's such a hard one to, to flower and cultivation. So I said, okay, say no more fam, let's do it. <laughs> and Challenge I, accepted. And I did it. I, exactly. The and competitiveness took, really came in. <laughs> <laughs> and I am so proud. It's literally, I could only imagine if you're, you know, you're trying to acquire a specific Koya and it mm. took you so long to get it, to finally get it. You know, that's, I, I could only imagine it's the same feeling because when it finally flowered for me, I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. I love this plant so much. Yeah. Is that, so that's so, the one, that's the one that's in the back of your greenhouse, right? That had the big old flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it took me, because I have it on documentation, call me crazy, 44 weeks from Pedunkle to actually opening. Oh my and um, it opened literally the first of this year. Ooh. And I still have some of, most of the peduncles still haven't fallen off, but they're not producing more flowers. So I don't really know what I'm doing wrong or I don't really know. I've only flowered them once. They, they did flower a lot, but I've only flowered them once. So I don't know if I'm doing something wrong this year or that's just how they are. They only flower once a year. Yeah. Did it smell like anything? 
chocolate. Ooh. It like chocolate. Mm, like the carnosa flowers, like the Tootsie Roll kind of smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, I wouldn't say it's as strong as uh, carnosa because you know how some carnosas, they have chocolate cheese mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as strong, but it's, it's very clean. It's very fresh chocolate. I don't know how to explain it. She's a she's Willy Wonka over there. (laughs) But I feel like we were all so excited for you. Like I just remember when um, you had posted on your stories, "There's a pet uncle," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was telling Jesse, I was like, "Jesse, she had manifested this at the beginning of last year. Like this is happening." Lydia is a borderline stalker. I mean, you really should never have given her your address. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I enjoy talking to her every time you guys get, I mean, I enjoy talking to you guys too, but I mean, she knows exactly what I'm talking about yeah. every time. Yeah, she's... That's why we love Lydia too. You remember that one time? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you should get that mole checked out. I was looking at it the other day on the back of your neck. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, oh my my gosh but do you currently right now april have a wish list plant it doesn't even have to be a hoya but like do you have a plant right now that is on your wish list where you're like oh my gosh i cannot wait to get this i actually do and i don't know if you guys have seen this or heard of it but there's a variegated serpent, and it's the cutest Shut thing. Up. Wait, oh my! Yes, Girl, I gotta find a photo and send you guys. Yes, variegated. So okay, cute. inner variegation or outer variegation? Inner variegation. <gasps> I know it doesn't. It didn't look real when I looked at it. It's I was hard like, for me what the excited. heck? <laughs> Sorry, Are you like So well, there. I don't know. They don't grow well for me. Okay, that's a lie. Literally, Adam had a huge cookie jar filled to the brim with serpents. Okay. okay. Well, I just didn't like that I had to live in a jar, okay? That's why I didn't like it. But I I don't know. The varig- I have to see the variegated one, though. Yeah, I'm Googling it and Instagram tagging it, and I'm not finding oh, it. No, you guys are not going to find it on, on Google. I think it's a specific person that had posted it. And I don't think they're selling it yet because I think oh they're they're still gosh. cultivating it. Was it random mutation? Do you know? Um, I don't know. They're, they don't really um, expose a lot of how they get all these variations in mutations. But they do release a lot of cool stuff. Girl. And I'm like, how do I get to that? <gasps> Okay, well, I'm excited for you to get it so I can look at it. <laughs> same. <laughs> same, same. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. <laughs> it literally doesn't look real. Oh, my it's gosh. Insane. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. That is so exciting. But I know yeah. I know you're going to get yeah. it, girl. Like one day it's just going to slide onto my Instagram <laughs> and April's going to be like, guys, I got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I wait. I wait until they just come to me. Yeah. Because if you really search for these plants, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll go crazy. You'll, you'll go crazy. Oh, girl, <laughs> Maybe I, do. I go crazy. <laughs> I I sent you I sent you the photo. Girl. We're manifesting it for you right now. Girl. In unison. Okay, pause. Okay. okay. I'll look at my phone. 
<laughs> sorry. Oh my god! Don't hang up on her. <gasps> <gasps> oh, sorry. I forgot She's you guys can't see. The Look phone. at it. Ooh. That looks like a tiny ovovada. Oh, okay. Teeny, tiny. Are they so cute? Like, it's that got the tiny leaves. Right. And I know, Adam, I know you love ovovadas or I variegated do. ovovadas. And yeah. I think you have to have this one. <laughs> I know. So when you get it. You know, I'll, I'll, know, right? I'll give you, I'll give you lots of my money and then I'll, ha- I'll have, I'll have a couple notes. <laughs> oh girl, cute. Okay. It's well, so I'm cute. excited for you so then I can see it. <laughs> I know. And honestly, you know, let's talk about serpents real quick. So many people are complaining how hard they are to grow. When yeah. I first obtained my serpents, I had no idea what I was doing and I used, um, I potted it in a uh, in a soil mix, but mm-hmm. but it has bark and perlite, so it's very loose, um, well aerated mix, and it was just in soil, and it did probably that that's that's how I grew the best serpents I've ever grown in my life. Wow. Soil, hmm. well, not a lot of humidity, but it never flowered for me, and I still haven't have yet to flower them. Um, now uh, I am growing them in core and cocoa husk and what i've noticed and what i've learned from it was we don't really when we propagate we don't put a stem in the medium anymore we just lay it on top and we pin them down Mm. and i and we've noticed yeah we've noticed they've done the best that way and eventually i mean your your roots are going to get stronger and they're going to go underneath anyways Mm -hmm. uh because at first i'm like oh my gosh there's no stem in there it might be a weak plant but I, I've we've done a lot of tests. We've done we've grown them in different ways, and I think this was the best way to grow them. And other than that, if you if you if um how do I say this? If you propagate a serpent in a very very high humidity environment mm-hmm. or high humid environment, I feel like that's when a lot of people start um, uh, failing. Is when they acclimate it to a regular environment then it has a hard time because there's such small leaves. So any small acclimation process that they have to go through, mm-hmm. um, it really fries the leaf because they're mm-hmm. so, the, the leaves because they're so small. So that's my theory. I could be very wrong. Um, also, a lot of people are losing their serpents right now. Everybody's messaging me about serpents because during this time when there's a drop in tep- temperature, mm-hmm. serpents are not very happy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it's me. I'm... The one who complains. <laughs> I'm people. Wait. So you're saying right now, still currently, you've never flowered a serpent? No. Okay. I, I could not. I don't know what I'm doing. Does yours grow often. peduncles? Because mine grows peduncles. That's just nothing ever happens after that. Everywhere. Correct. Peduncles okay. everywhere. I mean, like a lot of peduncles. They won't even turn into buds. They're just peduncles. Okay. Well, now I'm going to stop hating on it because that's that's a big part of why I didn't like it. I'm like, I don't know how to make this thing happy because I see peduncles, but no buds ever come. And I want to see the flowers because they look like they're going to be adorable. Yeah. But. So cute. I know. And then people, some people post their big serpents and they're just living in their living room and they're flowering. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Maybe we're just yeah. too good for serpents, April. Or, or <laughs> serpents are too good for us. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, they're so cute. They're so, so worth to have in your collection. Yeah. Ugh, now I need another one. 
I got you. I got you. But um, y'all, uh, same. I need another one. <laughs> oh, but April, I would love to know, like, what is next for you? Like, what is next on your, like, dream list? What's next for UPT? What is next for April, our Hoya queen? Give us the inside scoop. Okay. <laughs> um, what is next for me? I mean, I, I dream big. <laughs> yes, we like it. Yes. Yeah, you know, they say test limit. No, there's no limit when you dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I said, um, obviously, I want CQPT as long as, as it can mm. uh, survive. Um, but I want to expand. However, I because our, our main main goal is to give quality plants i was i'm so so worried that the 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 faster we expand or we grow um we're not going to be able to focus on the quality as much Mm. so we're kind of slowing down on that so Mm. we're focused on quality and different ways of growing these plants at home but if we're talking about no limitations what's next for me or what my dreams are if money is not an issue if i wake up one day and i'm a billionaire I would love to own, number one, I would love to obviously own a nursery where people can just come in and out. But also, um, I don't know um, if you guys have ever heard or been to Rainforest, I think uh, Flora, Rainforest Flora here in California. And it is a nursery, but they have this like really nice rock formation with uh, waterfall inside the greenhouse. And it's so nice to be in there shopping while hearing you know the water and seeing all these plants these aeroids these plants growing on the rocks and it's almost like oh you know I want to buy this plant but I want to see what it looks like if you know if I were to find it in the wild and you just turn around and it's right there and that's that would be my dream like a real dream and also (laughs) yeah and I I would love to to have a conservatory for these Hoyas I wanted to see if I, you know, I want, I would love to have kind of like a, um, like a botanical garden, but yes. the UPT botanical garden. Well, and honestly, <laughs> I don't know about other countries, but most of the botanical gardens I've been to, like don't Hoya are kind it. of overlooked. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a genus that's just like yeah. so amazing, yeah. especially in the wild. So that would be yeah. so cool. Who is that girl yeah. who has that podcast that I was talking to you about the other day? Because wasn't she talking about volunteering at a botanical garden? Or was, was it one of your guests on your other podcast? Rose. Rose from the Netherlands. Yeah. Rose. And she volunteers at a botanical garden. And then yeah. she goes in there actually and gives them cuttings of her personal Hoya to kind of get Hoya into the system of being preserved and taken care of. So you can do that for yeah. us here oh. on the West Coast. Yeah, you can just start. You start. Oh, oh, I just there. have. Oh. I, I, I just have to wake up a billionaire. I mean, <laughs> we'll manifest that for you too. Group manifestation. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got that you know, water bakiai to bloom. April, the sky is the limit. <laughs> you, you can, you can reach the top. <laughs> I know, right? That would be amazing. Oh. I wish we never have to sleep and I wish we have more hours <laughs> than we currently have because I have so many ideas and so many things that I wanted to do. Mm. You know, um, because I have been in 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 uh, a lot of the shows, the orchid shows here in Southern California, yes. I've met a lot of wonderful people. A lot, I've met a lot of people that have been in orchid societies for a long time and different societies of different genus. And 
they were encouraging me to start a Hoya society. Girl, the girl. problem. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, listening. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, that's also like you know that's that's my that's where my mind went to. Like that would be so amazing. Can you imagine, right? Um, but the problem is, I don't want to commit into something that I know I can't give my 100. Mm. Yeah, I get that. It's yeah. very and I would Asian I would of you. love love love. <laughs> You know, like, why would you even want to put your time and effort into something if you're not going to give your 100%? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, absolutely. And I really think, uh, I really enjoy being in these orchid shows because I get, we get so many people who don't know anything about Hoyas and they would ask like, Oh, what are these? And, and, and if you go to an orchid show and you have a table of Hoyas, it, you are completely like, pushed aside you have no flowers nothing right so you really have to sell the best qualities of voice to these people Mm -hmm. and i usually tell them if you're into uh if you're into growing house plants but are not willing to you know you know for orchids i'm not very familiar with orchids but i know they're also a specific way to take care of them. I always tell people Hoyas are the succulents of the tropical world. Yes. They are very forgiving. Yes. They're very easy to care for. And in return, if you were able to flower them at home, it will smell so, so, so good. And it, depending on the kind of Hoya that you have, uh, it can last for days, sometimes weeks for even some yeah. of them. So. They might be little, but they are very, very amazing. And that's what I always tell people. And it's so cool because we are literally getting so many people into Hoyas who've never even heard of Hoyas before. We're getting them into the hobby because (laughs) they now have more information. And I just wish, and that's why I love you, that you guys started this podcast because not a lot of people really talk about Hoyas. Yes. Yeah, I I love that. And I think I admire you so much. You know, I've admired you since the beginning, but just kind of now where we're at with how much we know you and how much we've gotten to discuss with you, the dedication that you have, you're Mm -hmm. not here for the, I mean, obviously you need to make money because you need to eat and stuff, but you're here (laughs) for the hobby. You're here for the plants. You're here because you enjoy it. You're here because you care about the community. And I think that makes you such a, amazing business person and just human being like a really well-rounded I admire that a lot yeah yeah I appreciate it thank you I always tell my husband I said I I wish money is not a thing you know money is not you know I grew up uh, from I grew up in the Philippines and Mm. I grew up in a village where you know people would trade services with you know with pigs or with Mm. with eggs and stuff like that and I I thought that was that's what I aspire to have again eventually in my life but Mm -hmm. you know obviously with I'm sure everybody understands with our economy where we're at yeah everything's so expensive yeah (laughs) back to the commune yeah Yeah. I know we've mentioned that before. I haven't. Yes. But we're like 200% serious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Adam. I love Adam's like. (laughs) Adam's like, please help. help." (laughs) But I just like, that's like why 
I mean, I just love the wealth of information that you are mm-hmm. and the fact that you're like, all right, you know, a hundred percent, like if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to find all the information. I'm going to know as much as I can. I'm going to research as much as I can. And like just that, like I love talking to you and getting to just hear about, um, you know, like what is it that you're learning? Like what's going on, April? And um, just to, you know, get to be a part of that and talk to you about it today, I think is just so, so amazing because that's why we started this podcast. Like I was telling the guys like, I love like there's that there's so many plant podcasts out there now, right? But mm-hmm. I would go yeah. in there and just like search Hoya and try to like, like find the, you know, Hoya topics. And there were just not that many. And I was like, guys, like not that we know everything, but let's do it. Like, yeah. let's talk about Hoya, you know, and yeah. to yeah. have you here and talk about it with us. Like literally, it's a dream. Yeah, we, we had to talk <laughs> her down <laughs> from... <laughs> We had to talk her down from like super um, official words and and lots of sciencey <laughs> stuff. I was no. like, Lydia, I don't know I any was, of it. I don't even know much. <laughs> I don't even know much. There's still so much to learn out there. So yeah. um, never, never stop growing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like a learning process. For knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're all just here learning and sharing what we know, and I think that's the beauty of it. You know? Yeah. 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 Okay, Absolutely. but side note, if you ever have the time to open a Hoya Association, <laughs> April, I'm down. Yeah. Sign me up as a member. <laughs> I'm there. I will. <laughs> no way. I'm going to open up the association and I'm gonna appoint you guys as the head. Okay. We'll be the board of directors. We'll be the we'll be the board and Lydia will do all of the manual. Work. I was about to say, what's the laziest <laughs> position? I called it. <laughs> Yeah. You can run you the know, Instagram. I don't. I don't. There you go. <laughs> I I really am. I'm not saying like this is my my calling. <laughs> I'm not saying like oh I'm trying to go out there to talk about Hoyas to all the people that I know. But you know, wouldn't that be nice? One thing that I wanted to share with you guys. I don't know if there's not a lot of information about it just yet. But a good friend of mine, um, she runs Lawrence Leans. Uh, her and some of her colleagues are they're in Texas and they're starting a a plant con international. And what it is, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like a <laughs> say less, sign me up. I'm there. What is it? What day? It's same. Wait. Oh, I can't wait to cosplay as a Hoya flower. <laughs> okay, okay, but tell us, April. <laughs> We're in, but let's go. We need to go all together. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be a peduncle. I'm just gonna be your peduncle. Yeah, you will. Watch me wreck the convention. Show up with a mealy bug. No, I'm gonna be a flat mite. They just go naked. Bleep that out. But they are. They are. So it's kind of like the International Arid Society, how they have that. I don't, like I said, I don't really know a lot of information, so I don't want to lead people to the wrong direction. But they had just reached out to me and see if um, we can be a part of it. And yes, I would love to be a part of it. And I would love to talk about Hoyas. Um, However, it's nerve wracking, Mm. but I think it's so cool. And I thought I'd share with you guys because I thought you guys would be excited too. I know that you were nervous, a bit nervous about coming onto the podcast, but I, cause I feel like we're all our own worst enemy, but, yeah. uh, 
I feel like you need to take some of your own advice. Like you're not going to be the expert of everything and you're not going to know every single answer, but you know, so many people look up to you and you are a beautiful human that has a great heart. So I feel like that's what people care about. You know, you don't have to know everything. So I know. And I, and I would I sit into, a, I so would much. literally <laughs> wait in line to be in one of those rooms where you were the moderator of a talk. No! And I would be like, I would camp out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting in the front. That front seat is mine. Yeah. I'm sitting on April's lap. Oh, my lap. gosh. You guys are so <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, my gosh. But you guys are so sweet. Honestly, thank you. I appreciate it because it really means a lot to me when I get compliments like that. Because it that at the end of the day... You know, I know that I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because it makes me happy. Mm. But knowing that other people are also enjoying like the things that I'm talking about and the things that I'm posting, it really, really makes my day. Um, I know you said that we are our own um, worst enemies. I still have to battle through, you know, people who are just always finding something to say bad about you. And I'm always worried that I'm going to offend someone or hurt someone's feelings. And that's why I think that's where all the anxiousness and mm-hmm. anxious is that a word <laughs> the anxiety and the <laughs> yeah the anxiety and the, the nervousness come from yeah. mainly is to make I want to make sure that everybody feels included and not mm. you know like I'm not saying anything that that's going to go against someone but we can't do that we can't please everybody so at right. the end of the day I really hold on to the people who are telling me that you know content or whatever I'm talking about is is you know it's making them happy and then you know, it keeps me going. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds like, oh, I need a confirmation. But at the same time, you know, we, uh, at a certain point, like we all do, right? Yeah. Yeah. We also want to know how well we're doing in life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to be affirmed in the things that you're doing, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. just seeing what you do, like the thing that just like makes me just love to see what you're doing, April, is just being able to see that like you can tell like you are doing your best, you know, and Mm. at the end of the day, I think the thing is like we're all doing our best, you know, and you're right. Like we can't please everybody. We're not going to do everything perfect, everything right. And we shouldn't because we're humans, right? So we have lightning questions for you. So basically it's 10 questions that we've written out and um, we're going to ask you the question and you have to say it like right away, like boom, 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 boom. Um, but there'll be oh, about... No. <laughs> kind of but, like word association. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, but, like... but there'll be about plants that currently are in your collection that you currently have. And your deepest, darkest secret. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. I have a lot of those. Okay, let's do it. Well, okay. All right, all right, let's go. <laughs> How many people have you killed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do this lightning questions. Okay, first question. Your current pride and joy Hoya. Oh, actually, my no. current pride and joy. It doesn't have to be Hoya. No. Your current pride and joy. Um, my very my very current pride and joy right now is our Hoya Malixi is our very first hybrid. And oh, yes, it's just- girl! So beautiful. And I, I might be biased, but I love veins. I love veins. I love things that grow really fast and they're resilient to underwatering, overwatering. And I love sun-stressed leaves. So this one grows really fast. Yes, yes because it's um, the mother is Pacharawali 023, which is also known as ice emphasis. So mm-hmm. it gets that dark margin. 
Um, and the suspected pollen father is erythrina, so it has those veins in the middle. <sighs> but it gets those sun stress leaves on this, or sun stress, um, I call them emo <laughs> outline <laughs> on, on the leaves. And, uh, and, and the flowers are, are uh, they resemble erythrina. Mm, so, that sounds like a Hoya for me. Yeah, <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Now you guys be quiet because okay. this was lightning round. Okay. Oh, sorry, I know. Sorry. We got excited. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. The next question: Your most picky slash finicky Hoya. Oh my god, Jody Silva. Uh, <laughs> glad I didn't spend Jody. the money on that one. Man. <laughs> Well, I would I would say like, oh don't don't do it right but oh my goodness I so have lost two oh. I had a total of three <gasps> and the that last one was like heart. on its last leg mm-hmm. I know thankfully I I traded for them <laughs> and, but you know I was like do you have mice I gave it everything I mean everything and it's not looking so pretty and even when it was growing it when it at its peak it was growing. Oh, slow. Ugh. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Nothing. It's that the plant. One. It's all the plant. Nothing yeah. is your fault. It's not me. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, your greenhouse is on fire. Everyone's safe. The pups are safe. The humans are safe. What is the plant that you save? First. First. Um, uh, Patricia. Uh, not Hoya Patricia. Um, philodendron Patricia. I don't know why. I just love that plant so much. Mm, okay. She's the favorite child. Favorite child. Yes. <laughs> favorite child right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So since we've been to your greenhouses and we know how much you love sun-stressed Hoya, it's like your favorite thing. And you even have your own sun-stressed greenhouse. Uh, <laughs> which is your favorite sun-stressed Hoya of all of them? Uh, this is Pierre Red. Oh. It doesn't matter what color flowers it is, but the Pierre, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, the leaves are very, um, very smooth. It doesn't have veins, none of that. But when it sun stresses, it has this maroon color. It's not right. It's not, it's not bright red. It's not dark purple as some of them sun stresses. Uh, it, it, has this like really different beautiful coloring on the leaves and i know mm. it's it's kind of hard for me to explain but because i have so many sun stress plants i was able to to kind of like you know compare them next to each other but yeah that's i think that's my current favorite nice Love. well we'll have it on video yeah hopefully <laughs> okay um what is your least favorite hoya to ship Oh my goodness! Ooh. Least favorite is Tequila Sunrise Ooh. and Species Sangamas. <gasps> wow! Do you want to? They are, are. They they're finicky. They're, they're very susceptible to a little bit of. Oh my gosh! Shipped. Okay, just recently, I shipped a Tequila Sunrise and um, Species Sangamas to Florida, mm-hmm. and Florida is in seventies, eighties right now. I think their lowest is like sixty five. Perfect weather. And it took cold damage oh my god yeah so i'm foiling all of my tequila sunrises <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. okay next question most drool worthy hoya foliage so what hoya gives you the most drool drool worthy <laughs> leaves <laughs> 
Um, drool worthy. Oh my gosh, this is hard. So I have it. it I have it. It doesn't have a name. It's from Indonesia. It's called Fishy Tangamos because it's from Tangamos. It doesn't have its name yet. But I don't know how to explain it to you guys because I can't show you. But the leaves are massive and <sighs> they're very massive, and the veins are so contrasting. Mm. But it doesn't have <laughs> race veins. Oh. The back is the the vein in the back is red. Oh, and whether you grow it in bright light, when you grow it in bright, direct light, you get a very beautiful sunstress leaf. Ooh. If you grow it in a really dark, shaded greenhouse, you still, you know how some of the, the, the Hoyas that we know that have veins, once you grow them in a darker uh, area, they lose their veins because it just becomes dark oh, green yeah, leaf. Yeah, yeah. This one doesn't lose it. Mm. Sold. We got really hot in here when you were talking about it. <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send you guys a photo. Oh I was just admiring yeah. it today. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, next question. What Hoya has, what's your favorite Hoya flower? My favorite Hoya flower? Mm. I would have to say Undulata. They're so cute. Yes. They look like cherries. Yes. And I love the size. They look like cherries. They have freckles on them. I love it. And it smells like tea, like green tea. Oh, at night. Yum. It's not very strong. Yeah, it's not very strong, but it smells very... Um, I love tea, and I think that's also one of the reasons why. Girl, same. And I think that's why I love it. Yeah. Wait, I what's your favorite tea. kind of tea? Wait, this is not a lightning question, but I just have to know because I love tea, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know the brand, but my friend Anne, uh, she sent me this specific jasmine green tea, Ooh. and it's so, so good. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to lightning questions. What uh, The next question, stinkiest Hoya flower. Oh, my goodness. Layi. I literally just talked about this. Yeah, I have this layi. It's an uncommon form. Uh-huh. So I don't know if they all smell the same. We have this uncommon form of layi that we're growing in the greenhouses. I just posted one where I dropped it on the floor. Oh, an accident. the one where the back of the leaf is like pubescent? <laughs> yeah, the back okay, of the leaf okay, is yes, pubescent. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So it just smells like cat piss. It, oh. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> And I used to I used to talk crap about Bertonnier and Wayetti because it's like a very strong butterscotch uh, smell. Uh-huh. But that one, that one is worse. It takes the award. Especially, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! And I don't want and I don't want to cut the the flowers because the flower the clusters are so so beautiful. Yeah. But. Before I used to go to the greenhouses at night because I really like smelling the, you know, all oh, these no. plants. Um, I'm waiting for the flowers to fall. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. it just doesn't smell good at all. And, you know, a, a lot of people say that that's what Matilde or Matilde smell like. Mm, that's but what Mathilde they say, but I don't smell- think so. Mine smells so good. <laughs> Mine do too. So I, 
I, I don't know if it's environment. I, that's why I don't understand. Because yeah. my friend, Anna, she grows hers at home and she said it smells like crap. Oh my gosh. But but her cologne is specific. Her cologne is from my mother plant. So I don't understand. See, I think my nose is protecting me because the the Hoya flowers that people always say smell bad, Matilde, the species Affinity Bertinet, like all of those, literally can't smell a thing. Like my I when I put my nose in those flowers late at night, <laughs> I can't smell anything. And everyone's always like, Oh, it makes me want to throw up. So I feel like my nose is like, We got you, boo. Like you're not gonna get any of this bad this or, bad stuff. Or you have COVID. Well, <laughs> well my my question is, do you have your lights off at night and how's the temperature there at night? Yeah, I mean the lights are off. I think that's well, in the summer, my partner doesn't like to put the air down so it's like 78 in the house <laughs> and yeah i don't have <laughs> hey, the light, that's good. <laughs> i don't have the lights on all the time so yeah oh okay then i don't know maybe your nose is protecting because <laughs> <laughs> even the butterscotch ones when we were at your when we were at your greenhouse oh, the last the time Hushkaliana was blooming and everyone was like oh my gosh it smells so and i can't smell it like nothing comes through mm. which is weird like Oh, okay, well, you guys just have to come here at nighttime. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Well, I mean, she just invited us over for a sleepover, guys. See you <laughs> yes, in five hours, sleep April. Away, April. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my god, we can camp in the back. <laughs> two more, two more lightning questions. Okay, what's a hoya that flowers the most for you? Absolutely, uh, like not Corniana, Corniana, or Lacinosa variety, and mm. Rebecca. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the last lightning question is your most, the most underrated Hoya in your collection. Most underrated Hoya. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Three, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what underrated I, I, I have no like idea. What's a Hoya no that what's what what's one of the Hoyas that you absolutely are in love with, but just people aren't understanding it? Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even know <laughs> if I have an answer for that question because I'm like That was lo- a hard one. I'm looking at my Hoya being My like, apologies, I wrote that question. <laughs> gosh, Lydia, way to screw everything up. Oh, you know what? Memoria. Oh okay. <gasps> Memoria it is, is cute. So, it's so cute it's it fast is. growing i know it's not very showy like the other plants it's not silver whatsoever uh but if you actually grow it in highlight they don't they they don't really change color like the other ones they don't get very very like sun stressed red leaves like mm. rebecca or sunrise but the new growth comes out super dark super purple sometimes and if you have multiple vines that are growing in different uh, areas of the basket it'll look so so beautiful mm. oh. so, you had an yeah. answer and, for and, it and yeah. love that. See, look at that look at that <laughs> oh, April it's been a dream <laughs> Oh, I feel my like God, thank you. You know how you know how like after Christmas or like after something you've been looking forward to for a very long time, yes. maybe like your wedding or just a big event, and the next day you have like kind of this sadness wash over you. That's how we're all gonna wake up tomorrow morning. Yeah, like, oh we did God. it. It's over now. <laughs> Even though we're gonna see you in like less than a month. Yeah, and like we swear. <laughs> Now you guys should come over because this is the best time to come here. It's 
We're a little bit slower. It's like there's snow on the mountains. It's very cold. And then you walk in the greenhouse and it's like the best feeling ever oh my gosh well don't we, forget to wear your onesies well we will be there in a couple weeks i think yes. Yes. we've confirmed that and yes. uh, our plan is for the podcast family because this episode will be coming out after our visit mm-hmm. that we're going to have a corresponding Yay. video so some of these lightning question hoyas that you've talked about i'm hoping we're going to capture those on video so we can put it on our first youtube video for yes. let's talk hoya yeah you're gonna put jody silver there too well, oh, I need to make sure I keep it a light <laughs> or the stump. We'll just you know? take a photo of it. We'll just insert a picture. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure that it's still there. You know, <laughs> no pressure, April. Whatever yeah. we can well, get. I can just get a clip of the garbage bin, and we'll be like Jody Silver. <laughs> there we go. What she was, what she will not be. Bye bye. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Oh, but April, oh my goodness, thank you so much for doing this. And you know what? Hopefully, you had enough fun that you'll come back on. Yeah. And deep this dive is a blast. with us. Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. <gasps> yeah, I, I want to talk all about Hoyas. Forget about everything about me and UPC. I just want to talk about Hoyas. I know. So that's what I thought too. We, we needed an episode where we established a foundation with you, but now yes. we're going to suck the knowledge out of your brain like a parasite. <laughs> and we're going to have you on as much as possible. Like a flat mite. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That was very threatening. Yeah, that was really gross. I don't know why I did the parasite either. I'm regretting it. But. Oh, oh. But yeah, I can't wait. This is such a blast, you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. we're going to close out our episode. April, we're going to tell people where they can find you. And then also the girls and I always end by saying goodbye in our language, which yes. for me is boring because I'm a white boy who speaks only English. <laughs> but if you can add in a Filipino goodbye when that time comes, we would appreciate that. Okay. Well, here's, here's the thing. I don't know what the word for. I don't think we have goodbye. I think the Filipino word for goodbye is heavy accent goodbye (laughs) (laughs) wait so what do you say to people if you're walking away and going home it's like does everyone speak english in the philippines (laughs) no No, there's different dialects there are different dialects but the thing is a lot of our words are merged with english like we don't have hello we just we just say with a heavy accent (laughs) okay well you can say goodbye (laughs) with a heavy accent (laughs) get your mom in here to say it (laughs) i'll I'll just say until next time until next time (laughs) okay so you can find april on instagram at unsolicited plant talks also the website unsolicited plant talks dot com dot com uh she also they also have a youtube channel yeah which has some really great information (laughs) on some videos i mean it's you know, we we gotta we gotta make you more April. If you need an editor, just hit me up. I'll do it for you. I'll cut out your childhood stories. <laughs> I will trim the fat. All right? I'm, I'm here for Hoyas and therapy. <laughs> oh. But um, yeah, don't forget to follow us at Let's Talk Hoya, the podcast, and you can follow us individually. My Instagram handle is at NotDude. I'm at thegreenplant.az. And I'm at Perritos y Plants. Adios. Annyeong. Bye. So, what you did.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.